0: was good. I was very pleased. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen, and I'm Kayla. And Today we're discussing season two, episode three, which is called "Let's Go and Get You Changed." <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do our spoiler-free summary and discussion, and then spoilery discussion, like we always do. This episode covered uh, chapter 36 and 30- no chapter 36 and 47 of the manga. We covered these chapters in our episode 18, which is called There Are Times I Want to Run Away, and our episode 24, which was called A Good Kid Like You Isn't As Alone As You Think You Are. So you can go back and listen to those episodes for deep, deep discussion if you want to. This was like 36, chapter 36 was like kind of the one chapter that wasn't really, it was something that was covered in the first version of the anime in 2001, but then not in the first season this time of mm-hmm. the anime. So anyway, so if we finally got to see, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, they moved it, uh, moved it up in the first anime because it does take place after right. the True Form arc in the manga, right. but they kind of put it back in its uh, normal place uh, this time.
0: Yeah, I mean certainly after the True Form, but still,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so much later, almost ten chapters before. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. They totally like combined it in a way that makes total sense. So. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it anyway let's talk about it i will do my my summary as usual i hope everyone's ready for some Mayame voice acting <laughs> <laughs> or screaming voice screaming <laughs> <laughs> the episode opens with yuki having a nightmare so what if you're being used as a tool his mother says after he wakes up he goes to wash his face it's been a long time since he dreamed about that this is the worst he thinks Good morning, mon petit chouchou, Ayame screams, sliding open the door without Yuki's consent. <laughs> Though I don't honestly know how accurate that sentiment is when you stayed in bed until the sun is high in the sky. So you're a late riser? I can't really say if I'm surprised or not. As for me, I keep my own hours. Sleeping and rising at will. And so it goes, we continue to learn about each other, one small step at a time. How beautiful. I promise to spend every waking moment today by your side. I swear it. Bye, he says, finally leaving <laughs> the bathroom, and Yuki's like, I thought you just said you were going to stay with me the whole day. <gasps> Dear boy, I didn't know that you were so bereft in my absence, Nayame says, taking Yuki's shoulders. Now let us go. We shall celebrate our brotherly love with, with lunch, perhaps short ribs. And Yuki's like, get off, and then accidentally rips his shirt, shoving Yame's hand away from his shoulder. Hey, Shigure calls from downstairs. If you're done yelling, can we eat the peaches? Downstairs, as he repairs Yuki's torn shirt, Ayame explains that he brought peaches. Toru thanks him, and Ayame says to peel one for him while she's, while she's at it. Yuki sasses him not to boss her around. Ayame complains that his hands would be sticky, and Yuki is like, Do you even listen to the words that come out of your mouth? Fear not, Ayame sweet, Shigeru says as they clasp hands, and Shigeru hands him a peach that he peeled. My peach is yours for the taking. Thank you, Gure san, but your love is more than enough to satisfy my heart, Ayame says. Leave now, Yuki says. <laughs> Shigeru tells Yuki to chill, and Ayame, who has finished fixing, Yuki's shirt unfurls it to reveal that he's embroidered brotherly love in huge characters across the back. Shigeru cackles wildly, then chastises Yuki. Your brother did this as an expression of his love. You should treasure it. Yuki's like says the guy who was just laughing a second ago. There are but two people in the world, Ayame says, who can embroider so well and so quickly. It's a very rare talent. Should you not believe me, brother? I suggest you visit my shop. All right, Yuki says. And Toru Ez and Ayame gasp simultaneously. Yuki says he'll visit the shop. He's never seen it before and should. Maybe it would help me understand you a little better, he says. Did you hear that, Gurei-san? Yuki, my most beloved brother, is carefully begging for a glimpse of the shrine that houses my most marvelous creations. There was no crying, Yuki says. Today's the best of all days, Iyame continues, completely ignoring him. I must share the news at once, and he whips out his cell phone. You'll never believe this story, son. Yuki, my beloved brother. Yuki's like, that's enough, and snatches the phone away from Iyame. Ayame says that he's humbled, and Yuki should come as soon as possible. And Toru must accompany him because a princess should not should always remain by her prince's side. And Toru is like, eh, me? Ayame bursts into Kyo's room. However, your presence won't be required. And he screams at Kyo, who's innocently lifting weights. I have no idea what you're talking about. Now get out of here, you freak! Kyo says. Ayame takes his leave of Shigure's, and Yuki apologizes to Toru. But she's excited. She's never been to a place that sells nurse and maid outfits before. Yuki grimaces at the thought, and then we cut to the opening theme. <laughs> On the appointed day, Yuki and Toru find the shop, which is a nondescript building with a closed sign on the door, but a nearby sign reads, Ayame, Most Trusted and Most Caring. The sign reassures, well, Toru at least. They enter and find a woman in a maid outfit. Before they can make introductions, Ayame calls for her to help with adjustments. When he sees Yuki and Toru, the to- Yuki and Toru have arrived, he bursts out and runs toward Yuki in a wedding dress. And after Ayame has changed, the kids sit and chat with him. Ayame apologizes for catching them while making adjustments. Yuki, somewhat annoyedly, asks if it's okay to use a man's measurements for the wedding dress, and says, of course, it's for a man, after all. We all have our secret gardens to tend, he says. I'm sure you have a secret, or two, or three, that you like to keep hidden. Yuki asks what the shop sells, and Yame explains that he sells materials and handcrafted outfits that were created by none other than himself. He branches a few samples, and Toru excitedly explains that this is what Hazaru told her about, but the outfits are even cuter than she imagined. You're amazing, Yame-san, she says. That is true, he says. I surprise even myself. Your turn, Yuki. I'm ready to hear the praise that you'll no doubt heap upon me. Go. And Yuki is like, is this all that you sell? And Ayame explains that the maid outfits are number one, are the number one seller. At this shop, we bring men's fantasies to life. Maid, nurse, waitress, secretary, sailor, cat, or bunny. There's too many to name them all. The men everywhere yearn to see their dreams manifest. And Yuki's generally horrified. <laughs> the woman in the maid outfit from earlier enters with tea. She introduces herself as Mine Kuramae, Ayame's assistant. Yuki asks if her maid outfit is a source uniform, and with a twirl, Mine explains that she just likes wearing it, and Toru says that it's adorable, and Mine sets her sights on Toru, who introduces herself awkwardly. Toru-chan, Mine says, glasses gleaming with excitement. Have you ever wanted to try on an outfit like this one? Niyama explains to Yuki that that Mine can't lay eyes on a pretty girl without wanting to dress her up. And Mine, with that, Mine whisked Toru away for the paper doll treatment, leaving Yuki behind with a wait in her wake. In another room, Mine explains that she wanted to give the brothers some space. Toru worries that they might fight, but Mine says it's a good thing. It means that they at least acknowledge each other. For the boss, indifference would be worse than anger, she says. But she would prefer if they didn't come to fisticuffs, at least. Blood stains would be bad for the merchandise. Toru thinks of Yuki and Kyo. Perhaps they also fight because they acknowledge each other. Okay, Mine says. While well, the brothers are chatting, now we can get to work on you. And Toru's like, wait, am I actually going to try on outfits? And Mine is like, you most certainly are. Out in the lounge area. Yuki and Ayame have tea. Ame brings up the parent-teacher conferences and puts forth the idea that he might go instead of their parents. And it's insinuated that their teacher, Mayuko, was the one who let slip to Ayame. I mm-hmm. asks if a bouquet of roses is an appropriate gift, but Yuki says it's fine. He'll ask their parents to come. Ame brings up that they're not in contact and that Yuki doesn't like them. It's not like I hate them, Yuki says. I just want nothing from them. I have no expectations. How could I? Those people essentially sold me to benefit themselves. They traded my life to benefit their own, without a thought. They gave me away like I was some kind of tool. And if I invite them to the conference, they might try to control me again. Ayame thinks that, sadly, he's just the same as their parents. In exchange to live freely, he's as good as sold Yuki, too. We see a memory. Ayame sees baby-baby Yuki struggling against his mother, restraining him. She threatens to hit him if he doesn't behave. Ayame walks away. Yuki breaks free and runs after him. He grabs Ayame's arm with a trembling hand, and Ayame shakes it away. In another memory, Ayame lays his head on Mine's lap. She asks if he's sad. He thinks about how he was indifferent to Yuki He thinks about how he was indifferent to Yuki's existence when they were younger. Now that he's older, when he imagines Yuki feeling indifference toward him, I'm more afraid than I thought would have been possible, he thinks. I know how much it hurts to be treated as less than an afterthought. I understand now, but maybe it's too late. Still, Yuki says in the present, I'll ask ask our parents if they can come. I haven't decided what I want to do after high school yet. I want to have a clear plan so they don't try to come with their own plans for me. The problem is I have no idea what I want to do. I might tries once again to quote-unquote convince Yuki that it would be better for him to go. I can just tell the story of how I got into this journey that led me to this most romantic profession. I can tell you right now! And Yuki's like, please don't, but Ayame ignores him. The truth is, Ayame says, what I wanted was to create something. For all that I possess, innate grace, and incredible charisma, even I lack confidence at times. And that's when the urge to create is at its strongest. Meanwhile in the change room, Mine explains that the boss made most of the pieces there himself. It could have been cooking or gardening, but dressmaking suited him best. What mattered was proving to himself that he had the ability to create something, regardless of what it was, she says. Back with Yuki, Ayame explains, I wanted tangible proof of something that I could make with my own hands, tangible proof that I had added to the world and not merely taken. There's a certain comfort in that. It makes me feel needed, knowing there's something out there that wouldn't exist if not for me. Yuki smiles and thinks of his garden. Yuki, Ayame says seriously, just remember that whatever our parents say, your own feelings matter most. It'll be okay. You aren't on your own in this. No one is. Even I have someone who's always there for me. It'll be okay, I swear. You're nobody's tool. You're not alone as you think you are. So anyway, he continues after a moment of tenderness, Gruizan tells me that you'll be the next student council president, and of course Ayame suggests that it's due to his influence. Yuki says that he chose to do it because he didn't want to to do it, and Ayame has no fucking idea what he's talking about, and Yuki (laughs) says that a person like him would never understand, just as Yuki can't really understand Ayame's shop. The way they view the world is completely different. Yuki rules they may be too different to get along. Yuki is frustrated, but Ayame is really happy. Yuki feels something for him. So we don't have to get along, Ayame says, but what does that matter? So we don't get along, Ayame says, but what does that matter? I was born having what you lack, and you were born having what I lack. I think you and I are fours of of one another. Your kindness and fragility are things I cherish. No doubt you feel the same way about my noble bearing, effortless charm, and unparalleled magnetism, and honestly, who could blame you for that, he suggests. (laughs) But before anything more can be said, Mine brings Toru in a lacy white dress. Is it okay, Toru says hesitantly, and Mine and Ayame compliment her, then they insist that Yuki should compliment her as well, and he struggles. Then I suppose it's up to me, Ayame says, taking Toru's cheeks, but I won't use words, and Yuki bonks him on the head and whiffs Toru away to the couch. <laughs> Ayame worries that he might be the only one who enjoyed the visit, but Yuki tells Toru, I think I understand my brother better. He's a caricature of a person. Everything he says and does is overly dramatic, and I'm starting to accept that. If I get sucked into his headspace, I'll end up exhausted, Yuki says, lowering his head dramatically. Now that I've said it out loud, it sounds kind of depressing. "'Yeah,' Toru says nervously. "'But,' Yuki says, thinking of Ayame's brotherly smile during their chat, "'I'm still glad that I came. And he was right. You do look very cute in that dress.' Toru protests and blushes, and Yuki leans in close. "'Don't hide your face,' he says tenderly. "'Fantasy,' Ayame says, leaning in behind them. (laughs) "'The feeling of stirring in your soul, this very moment, your first brush with fantasy. "'A single garment is all it takes to, to sway a man's heart into the path of romance.' Don't be embarrassed, I understand completely. I hear by devastation, Yuki's first awakening. Such an event calls for celebration. I'll make the preparations immediately. Yuki and Yami bicker. Ayame calls Shigure to tell him the news, and Toru and Mine smile as they argue. We see a scene of Yuki as a kid, alone in a dark and traditional room, with Ayame's narration laid over it. It'll be okay. You're a person, not a tool. We see in the scene Ayame in his middle school uniform opening the door to the room, and the narration continues, And you aren't alone, not anymore. The episode closes on Hattori's end of the phone call with Ayame. Ayame screams at the phone so loudly that Hattori holds the phone away from his face as he tries to work. And then do you know what happened? Yuki gazed upon Toru in that cute dress and thus experienced his first awakening. Hold on, Toru-san. Did you imagine Toru in the dress now? You mustn't. Stop. (laughs) This isn't Shigure you're talking to, Hattori says. And then we cut to the end credits. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love the way that Ayame acted that call at the end with the Tori. Yeah. Like,
1: no, you mustn't, for the sake of Yuki's day <laughs> <laughs> He's like,
0: no, you mustn't, stop <laughs> So good <laughs> I, um, this time switched to the dub a lot for the dialogue that mm-hmm. I ended up taking because the very first part of the sub had mentioned a specific theme song It was like when Ayame is like oh, when you wake up late he was talking about when he wakes up late and it mentioned this sort of like very specific song for what seemed like a tv uh like a variety show like japanese variety show that i guess plays at noon i don't every Mm -hmm. day or did it did for years it ran for like 30 years or something insane but i was like this is specific let's see what's in the other version and it was much Mm -hmm. more generic so Mm -hmm. i just rolled with that (laughs) Plus, I think the
1: English dialogue sounds better. Should we know that Ayame's uh, first line in the Japanese was incomplete English? Yeah. Like, was good all- morning, my <laughs> <Yes>. sweet brother.
0: <laughs> oh, that's also why I
1: switched, because I wanted to see what they said,
0: because he- Yeah. So he, yeah, in English, he says, good morning, my sweet brother, and it was hilarious. Um, but I was like, oh, that doesn't really translate to English-, English, well, I wonder what they put, and they said, good morning, mon petit juju, and that's something that I would actually say, so it's like, well, now I need to stick with this. I feel very committed to this dialogue now. This is my personal choice. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he said a bunch of things in English. I forgot. But that Mm -hmm. whole, yes, the whole first line was in English and it was (laughs) hilarious He says like a bunch of random things in different languages in the manga. Mm -hmm. Even in the, uh, someone recently asked us a question about Three Musketeers' Arc, and even at the one, uh, at least I remember him saying a couple things in in different languages. Because I remember he specifically said something in Cantonese, which I thought was funny. Mm -hmm. I was like, I understand what that means. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it anyway it just was really funny <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the best pet name <laughs> so yeah it was a good i really
1: enjoyed this episode mm-hmm. i
0: think me and you just talked about it right before
1: we started recording but yeah it's good it um made some changes it's probably the most changed uh like material of the ones we've gotten so far yeah um it's still not that Much of a change, but no, yeah, mostly just took the two kind of like big Ayame Yuki conversations and like put them in the same place at the same time rather Mm. than across two different situations. Yes,
0: so if you're not reading the manga, what we're talking about is that in the, the earlier chapter of the manga that I mentioned, they Toru and Yuki go and visit Ayame's shop, and we're introduced to Mine as a character, and you have the whole scene with like the dress and some of their conversation, but then some of the conversation that Yuki has with Ayame is from a different chapter that happens after they start talking about parent-teacher conferences, and that one happens in Yuki's garden in the manga, so that's how, and they're kind of like, the scenes are also kind of interspersed, like it's not just like one part, I think that's also the background stuff, all the background stuff of Yuki's nightmare and Ayame's kind of memories of Yuki as a kid, those are all from the same, uh That one chapter, where mm-hmm. they discuss his future. Yeah. But all the all the good dialogue was there too. I like that they didn't cut any of the like good Ayame jokes. Mm-hmm. Like also he's like, like what should I bring? Roses? Is that appropriate to bring to a very yeah. conference? <laughs> and like some of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stitching brotherly love into Yuki's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke from
1: that one later chapter that they put at the beginning of the episode instead, which was great. Mm-hmm. I like that they're keeping in that like. I am and Mayu are kind of friends. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the best part
0: about having Mayuko in the anime is mm-hmm. to have all her connections to other people. They already animated yeah. her in the scenes with Kano, which we probably we definitely talked about in spoilers, but we might have briefly touched on it in the episode because you can clearly tell mm-hmm. her the same. It's the same person. Yeah, she hasn't had a lot a, t- a lot going on yet in this story. She just told them about the parent teacher conferences, but. Mm-hmm. We saw, I guess if you're only watching the anime, it would be important to note that Ayame had the, in the last season, Ayame had the photos from Kana's wedding that they showed at the Lake, Lake House episode. He showed them to, a to the Jason episode, one of my favorite incidents. <laughs> um <laughs> where he showed the photos to Hitori, and he says that he got the photos from Mayuko. This this is Mm -hmm. the person who was shown, who's their teacher, who was like, and it wasn't me who told him about the
1: conferences. Uh She's like, I didn't mean to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see that conversation. Like, she accidentally said something, and he got all excited, and she's like, I made a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) It was a
0: terrible mistake. I'll never tell Yuki. (laughs) Yeah, I think the the kids don't know that... I don't think the kids know that they know the teacher yet, Uh The Yame knows in like potentially Hattori knows their their teacher yet, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just for us to know, dear. Yes, because say, do they ever like explicitly know that? Um, I'm not sure of that. <laughs> I don't think not in the series. Yeah, <laughs> but I have a headcanon that it would be great if they found out later. Which yeah, it would be hilarious. I can't remember if there's anything in the Three Musketeers arc about it. That's a side note <laughs> between me and you. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I wish they did. I think that would be funny. Yeah, that'd be a funny. He's like, wait, Someone write that fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> in summary, I don't think they ever know in the Canada Fruits basket, but I think that it would yeah. be hilarious if they did. Mm-hmm. And also, I love Mayako. I can't. I hope there'll be more of her animated in the upcoming episodes.
1: Yeah, I can dream. I can only dream. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're foreshadowing like parent-teacher stuff now. So
0: yes, but anyway, Ayame. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess. I mean, yeah. So there's there's not. Uh, the main the main thing that changed was the setting and sort of all these like conversations happening at the same time but Jen mm-hmm. but like the the gist of all of them was there so yeah I liked um the way that I want to let's talk about Oyame and Yuki first I guess if there's mm-hmm. anything that you particularly wanted to bring up I just like really enjoyed the way that so Yame has this thing um there's all these really lovely like tender moments between them but then he's like, let me just bring you back around to me at the end mm-hmm. of all of them, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um but I enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I also liked um like another little change they made is kind of like extending and combining the like y- the flashbacks. hmm Because like those were like two separate like things every time we saw them in the manga. Like the uh Ayame like shaking off Yuki and Yuki being like manhandled by his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, like, kind of connected them into one event, which I don't think ever was really made to seem like one event in the manga.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking. I have the chapters with me. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, you're right. In the So in the memory with his mom, he just walks away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But then, yeah, there's separate there's separate ones of him, of, like, baby Yuki reaching up to Ayame and kind of, like, him shir- like, shaking off his arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was nice. It was well put together, I think. Yeah. And it made it very impactful. Mm-hmm. There's also that like scene at the end where the scene with Yuki in the room um, that's almost like, not like imagined, but mm-hmm. it happens in one of those like weird kind of spaces that's like clearly not meant to be reality at the time that it's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like in the in the manga, it's just one panel where it's just Yuki in the room and it says you're not alone anymore. But mm-hmm. the nice thing is they added in the like little part at the end where Oyame opens the door.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I liked that too. Yeah,
1: I feel like we've seen that a couple of times in the anime. I I can't think specifically, but where they kind of like do sort of like a reimagining of the. Of the bad memory. I'm
0: trying to. Th- There's definitely like little things that get added. Like the one thing that jumped to mind when you said that was when they added the thing of like Toru looking over and remembering her mom in the kitchen or something. Like the mm-hmm. one where she has that like um, this kind of like memory. I wish I could remember what part it was from, <laughs> but
1: mm-hmm. yeah, like it, the one like the one I can think of automatically is one that did happen in the manga, so it's not a thing the anime oh. changed. But like, um, like when. Tori was thinking of like the whole like fruits basket game memory, mm. and like at the end of it, it has like Onigiri finally being called and her standing up, which didn't happen in the actual, you know, memory, but sort of like a like reimagining of the memory being like, oh, things are better now, kind of thing. Didn't
0: in the anime she hold go and hold Kyo and Tor or Kyo and Yuki's hands too?
1: Yeah, I think that they like extended it. That's in the part the that was.
0: Anime, but... Maybe that does happen in the manga.
1: I don't think so. I think they just show her, like, baby Toru getting up and.
0: Yeah, they call is called, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah, Um, so that, yeah, that makes sense. That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah,
1: but, like, I feel like they've done, like, one or two, like, unique to the anime, too, where they, Mm. like, have a flashback and then sort of, like, fix the, like, the bad thing that happened in the flashback and sort of Mm -hmm. an imagined scene of, like, kind of showing, like, how things are better now. (laughs) Like,
0: fix the flashback instead of just, yeah, the sadness. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. So like, here's how it should have been, and like, it may not have happened that way, but things are getting better now. Yeah,
0: kind of I understand what you're saying.
1: Kind of imagery, healing.
0: Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I was like, well, it's not really a flashback, but it's like, not, not a flashback, but it's like, mm-hmm. not real. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if there's a word for that. <laughs> yeah. So, this is the first time we've seen Yuki's mom in the animated, right? Mm-hmm. Because she wasn't so. that, none of that part was animated in the original anime so in the 2001 anime they had all the part that was from the first chapter that i talked about where they just go visit the store which is nice but it doesn't really have and it has like yuki uh or like ayame pushing yuki away but didn't have anything about his relationship with his mother so now you have that Mm -hmm. also added in here so yeah yay question mark first (laughs) time we get to see yuki's mom (laughs) yeah i mean we've seen so far some of the other zodiac parents acting like assholes in the anime (laughs) so now we just know a little bit more about Yuki's mom, Yuki Nayame's mom. Mm-hmm. So
1: exciting for <laughs> <Poor> Yuki. <laughs> I
0: know. <laughs> I was just trying to think of something because, like, I feel like the way I um, I'm not gonna say liked the way that the mom acted, but it wasn't as like I feel like the way that it was done in the manga was somehow scarier, mm-hmm. like more threatening. I don't know. Yeah. It so it was still. It was still awful in the mm-hmm. anime, but like not as awful as I was expecting it to be. Not yeah. like when we were watching the episode with Momiji's mom and I was like, This is gonna be awful and then it was like ten times more awful. Yeah. <laughs> you I feel know like
1: I mean? uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like um since they changed the like flashback with to have Ayame like in yeah. there more, they had to make the mom less awful to make Ayame less awful. Mm. Like yeah, if he'd like, he just like watched her like smack Yuki around and then Yuki came running for him and then he shrugged it off. He'd be like, that's really, really bad. Rather yeah. than just being like, oh, not my problem. I don't want to get involved kind of yeah. thing, which is like more what it seems like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right about that. Mm-hmm. In the, one of the things that was kind of like, not like missing, but there's these scenes that were removed where it's, like, more Ayame's kind of, like, internal struggle of... He's, like, I know what it feels like to not be indifferent, but there was, like, a... Or to be treated with indifference, I guess. Um, and there was a couple other, like, little pieces that they had that were in the manga that, like, weren't really here, like, where Shigure is, like, do you even know your brother's name? And, like, Hattori mm-hmm. kind of chastising him for being so, like, removed, like, distant from from Yuki and so, like, aloof. Yeah. So I feel like it was a little bit hard to connect with that... All the dots together. Um mm-hmm. But, uh, like he, I mean, he gave because he's they combine that memory, I guess, with Ayame and Yuki's mother. Then it becomes a little bit. You get enough of a sense, but mm-hmm. it's not clear how Ayame knows what it feels like to be rejected. Like, is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's my personal opinion about the
1: the episode. Yeah, um, I think they make it more like he's like. Like he's aware of like how he treated. Yeah, how he felt about Yuki and now is like terrified of like having himself felt that felt about that way mm-hmm. so
0: like as he's older he's like more empathetic I guess he's like oh yeah. wait
1: that would be really shitty he's like <laughs> oh wait I don't I don't <laughs> want to feel that way <laughs>
0: <laughs> my charisma can't handle it yeah <laughs> it's interesting that they have this like so another thing that was kind of like added by the you know like the space in the anime is that you have this room where Toru and, and Mine are and it's like lined with dresses and lined mm-hmm. with outfits and the thing that Ayame says that struck me this time was that he says that he when he feels um, the dialogue
1: was like even I lack confidence at confidence, times and that's, 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 that's when the urge to create is at its strongest
0: yes so <laughs> yeah when he when he doesn't feel confident when he feels not confident that's probably why I couldn't remember what it was because that's not a word that exists <laughs> Yeah, when he when he lacks confidence, he makes outfits or whatever. And so, mm-hmm. like, I guess you could interpret those as being like just orders. But I chose to see it as like, oh, like he's someone we're supposed to see him as someone who's acts like he's super like charismatic and whatever, and probably is that, but then also has a lot of insecurities. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I liked that. It gave him more. Yeah, I think
1: we him. saw that a bit in how the like the last com- the last like serious conversation is acted where he like, you know, is really like open and emotional and mm. with Yuki and then like at the end is kinda like, uh-huh, anyway. Yeah. And like
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> like kind of like immediately <laughs> goes back to his, you know, bombastic yes. self. <laughs>
0: yeah, the It's
1: like he's like, that was a really vulnerable moment. Time to cover it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me cover up all my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, um that was when he was talking about his Yuki's career. So Yuki mm-hmm. is like I don't know what I want to do, and Ayame's like, let me tell you how I got into my career, and he's like, please don't, but then it turns out that that story resonates with Yuki since Yuki has his garden, which was only mm-hmm. kind of like, um, it was only really shown in that one little scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how much Yuki talked about his garden before in the anime, but he said in previously, at least in the manga, that it's he wanted to be, he wanted to have something that didn't exist without him. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we have, they have the same, they're the same, even though mm-hmm. they don't understand each other. They're yeah. the same. <laughs> Brothers.
1: I mean. <laughs> yeah. Kind of add it, adding on to the, like, room with the dresses, like, two things. One, I just kind of like how, like, like, we saw more of the shop in the anime. Yeah. It, like, yeah, it feels really, like, lived in, like, mm-hmm. a place where these two people, like, spend most of their time. And... Mm-hmm. Like, I like, had like they had that like little, like, kind of an office area, but it's, like, got all these boxes, boxes of, like yeah. <laughs> crap in the corner. And...
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, there's so many boxes. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and like, half-empty
0: like, bookcases and stuff. Yeah, and they got,
1: like, boards on the wall with, like, I guess orders and stuff on it and, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff. Um, I also liked, um, like, since the whole conversation takes place at the shop, that they split a little bit of Ayame's, like, explanation with Mine, like, mm-hmm. having her tell Toru about it. Mm-hmm to some degree where I think that helps emphasize like how close the two of them are.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, in addition to like the two scenes of them, to get, there's two scene Yeah. There's two scenes mm-hmm. of them together. There's one from like her perspective where it's from the same scene where she's talking about Toru and she remembers Ayame uh, when Ayame's head's on her lap and she's like, are you sad? And then he has one where he's telling you, he like, you're not as alone as you think you are. Like everybody, even I have people that I depend on and he like mentions her. So, mm-hmm. uh, it was really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the first time we've seen Mine in the anime. Yeah. In the new anime. Mm-hmm. Mine. Actually, yeah. I want to talk to you about Mine, but do we have any other <laughs> things that uh, we want to say about Ayame and how great he is? I mean, <laughs> how good brother he is? How he brother good? <laughs> he tries anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's doing the best he, tries, he can do. He tries really, really hard. <laughs> yeah, so hard that Yuki's like, I hate everything about this. He's like, Yeah. <laughs> At the end, where he's like, "I just realized I have to accept it," and Tori was like, uh, like really nervous." <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I love how, um, like, the same as like Ayame's, we're like seeing like Yukio worked up kind of makes him happy because it's just him mm-hmm. like reacting to things and stuff. It's it's fun to watch him like just be so like worked up and exhausted by everything going on, it's especially so since like you know up until now we've like he's like mostly been fairly stoic, pretty quiet as a character. So Even when
0: he like fights with Kyō, he's like. Mm -hmm. You know, you're an asshole, and then Kyo's like, "I'm not the asshole you are." Yeah. You know. (laughs) So.
1: Yeah. Just like even like like five minutes into the episode, he's like, he's like, "You're right. I'm exhausted."
0: (laughs) Yes, I did enjoy the third wall or the whatever the fourth wall. (laughs) I'd also agree that I enjoyed. I don't know if I said it, but I agree that uh, I like seeing more of the shop. The shop has a lot more detail, and it's like a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Probably in this version of the anime, too. Oh. Yeah. But especially compared to the manga, because uh, there's not a lot of background side room <laughs> in those panels or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: There's yeah, a lot of like establishing shot and then mostly the characters talking kind yeah, of exactly. stuff. So
0: it's like we're in a craft store. Anyway, here's like yeah. close <laughs> ups of Yuki and Yami's faces. That's more important. Their emotions are more important than like mm-hmm. the boxes in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's funny how like just a little subtle change can kind of like add a lot of meaning to something like i felt like for the the outfits and ayame's kind of character it gives a little more it adds a little depth to his character
1: mm-hmm.
0: instead of him just saying like i make outfits when i'm when i'm not feeling confident it's like oh you can see like all of these things that he made mm-hmm. perhaps when he wasn't feeling very confident anyway yeah i like it okay can we talk about mine any other things mm-hmm. you want to say about them? So this is Mine's first appearance in the 2019 anime. Yep. How did you feel about
1: new Mine's
0: yeah. <laughs> performance? Uh, I liked it. I, um, I
1: liked the the sub a little better than the dub. Um, yeah. The voice actress is one I'm familiar with. Uh, she played Renge in Oron's <laughs> dub. I saw um, that. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I heard her, I knew who it was. Um, and, like, I think she's, like, she has very specific roles that she suits, and I just didn't think she suited this one quite as well. Yeah, um, but it was fine. It wasn't a bad performance in no. any way, but um
0: I also felt like she was good, better in the more serious scenes actually mm-hmm. than the like funny ones. Like yeah. when Mine's with Mina kind of like over the top character part. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it was about it. It just felt like. But then when she's like, oh, but the the boss would be like, he'd be really sad if it was there. It's just indifference. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was like, oh, that was really touching. And then it would go yeah. back to, like, her being kind of crazy. And I was like, okay, that's not really, like, hitting the mark for me, I guess. Yeah, it was.
1: It felt a little bit like I'm doing a YAG character now. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, like, rather than, like, I'm playing a manga. character who is kind of over the top. Yeah. Rather, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Just like Ayame. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they deserve there's each nu- other. There's nuance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um,
0: but, yeah, so I generally agree with you. That was my also yeah. my take. Mm-hmm. But I liked her. I do. I liked her performance. I don't have any major problems with it.
1: Yeah, and that one part I like noticeably liked in the in the subversion. I guess the Japanese. It's not really like the it's, subtitles it's performing, sub- but yes. um, it's like at the end when like is like telling her she did a good job, and she like does the little bow thing. It was just kind of it was kind of like very like kind of teasing, joking in the terms <laughs> she's like, "Oh, thank you so much,"
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of like genuinely like, "Oh, thank yeah, you. <laughs> yeah." I kind of
1: enjoyed that like like kind of a joking thing between them. Yeah. Of.
0: Makes them seem a little closer. Mm-mm. We used to joke about that part a lot. That's the, I yeah. got from the shopkeeper <laughs> part. <laughs> Every time they translated it in a way that makes sense, I'm always like, they didn't say I got praise from the shopkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless that old, incredibly blue- bootleg uh, <laughs> dub from whoever that person got it in high school for me.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I like Mine as a character. She doesn't show up all that often, but I always enjoy her, so it was fun to... You know, see her in the new anime. (laughs) I really enjoyed Ayame appearing out of the shoujo bubble background (laughs) and just be like, romance. (laughs) Yes!
0: (laughs) I like how it's just, yeah, it's like, it's like Toru, Toru and her, she's covering her face and then Yuki's like, whatever, behind her shoulder. And he's like, he says like, oh, you don't have to hide your face. And then there's like a beat. And then it's just a yami that appears, and like the Shoto bubble yeah. background is still there, and he's like, fantasy. And then it goes back to the real background. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that, too. You're right. Good call. <laughs> it was amazing. I like how he called it Yuki's first awakening. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have to call Shigure. <laughs> Tori, you'll never get Tori-san. You'll never guess what happened. They <laughs> yeah. made his, uh, they they have his a... cell phone.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that I was like, they all have smartphones now. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that they kind of modernize it and makes it more yeah. relevant. I think I mentioned mm-hmm. that last time when we were talking about their dialogue. Yeah, being hangry and whatnot. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Victoria just <laughs> holding the phone at arm's length and stoically <laughs> continuing to work. <laughs>
0: And he always like, You just imagine her, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Please, please don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. We haven't seen a yet this season. That was the first Tutorial appearance. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's a good debut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um I don't think I have any other things to say that aren't spoilery. Mm-hmm. But we should talk about spoilers,
1: perhaps. Uh, yeah, it was a good episode. I think it hit its comedy beats and its serious beats really well. Yeah, it was and, good. Yeah, and the combination of the chapters and the little changes they make all worked really well.
0: Yeah, it enabled me to make a lot of um, comedic style synopsis, which sometimes <laughs> I can't do. So that was nice. I appreciated that. Thanks, for book Creators. <laughs> Made my job slightly easier. <laughs> But yeah, it was great, and and I think all the scenes, the serious scenes, were like well acted, and and it had a good balance, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, a good one. <laughs> Next week we have episode four. I guess we don't have, we don't have dub episode four. Yeah,
1: yeah. In case you hopefully still subbed episode, episode four. <laughs>
0: well, I guess we'll find out the day this comes out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I was about to say, in case you missed it, but by, by Monday, hopefully everyone will have heard news that we're recording on Thursday. Hopefully everybody will have heard news that came out on Thursday, which is, like, the dub is delayed, so. Yeah. Womp womp. I mean, mm-hmm. is everyone used to disappointment at this point? I am. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. Nothing, yeah. nothing awful's happening right now, so.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's like, all things considered, okay. Fine.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um.
1: By the way, my boss called again. I feel like oh. I have two sets of parents checking in on me.
0: <laughs> I think that's nice. It is. <laughs> it's like, how are you doing? Do you need toilet paper? We got lots of yeah. toilet paper. How about some heartworm medication? How are your heartworms? I mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay, so next time I guess, depending hopefully, on hopefully, you know. hopefully we'll be back for episode four, um, which is called "I Got Dumped." <laughs> also, <laughs> it's so great,
1: something to look forward to, right? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, on um, a happier note, the little snake on the end card was very I cute. I loved.
0: <laughs> you know what was missing from this, sadly, is that what happened in the. Um, now that you bring it up, what happened in the. Part of the manga where they're talking outside in Yuki's garden was that Ayame turned into a snake. So they have all this like heart to heart discussion while he's in his snaky form. Yeah. (laughs) And there's all these like hilarious, uh, like little um, illustrations of his like little snaky being sad and a snake talking. (laughs) And I think you described him being like a noodle with a head or something, like Mm -hmm. the way that (laughs) Takaya draws him as a snake. So. When I was checking back to the manga, I was like, "Oh, haha, that's great." Yeah.
1: So. A loss for comedy, but probably a good choice for the serious moments.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was—it made it more concise because it's in two locations, and it totally makes sense. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it is more hilarious to have him having this heart-to-heart, heartfelt conversation as a snake. So <laughs>
1: yeah, right. like but he's like, "Go back before you transform." He's like, "Too late." Yeah, as he transforms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> like it was hot out or something
0: <laughs> yeah they say that it's hot i guess and he's too hot <laughs> they have a whole like little background this is background knowledge if you haven't read the manga but there's this little background scene of yuki's like how did you survive as a teenager and ayame is mm-hmm. like oh i got a ride to school and he like steps out of a car with like a parasol and like walks into high school yeah. really cute probably with shigure and toe if i'm remembering correctly so <laughs> yeah. these are the things that we missed but it's okay because we gained the heartfelt conversation instead mm-hmm The essentials of the heartfelt conversation. Yeah. Okay, that's probably enough. (laughs) Yeah. Join us next time, question mark, for (laughs) episode four, I Got Dumped, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next time, hopefully. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye bye forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, don't say that.
0: (laughs) We're back to talk about spoilers. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Actually, I don't... Ayame, Yuki spoilers? I I guess, oh, we talked about some of them that I, cut, I cut, would have cut before, but there's, like, Mine comes back, Mine co- so Yuki mm-hmm. goes back to visit the shop, and Machi ends up coming to the shop, too, later, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Mine's there. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, I was like, I wish Mine was in in the series more. Mine's back, like, a couple of times, that one time I just mentioned, and then also at the end when Ayame's curse breaks, or after no, when mm-hmm. when is Curse Breaks, I think.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. they Which got little scenes for. of all of them when they're Curse Breaks and Ayame's scene is with Mine. Mm-hmm. Oh! That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. She's a good random character. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's coming, of course, is that Yuki's going to have more run-ins with his parents, so of course his mom's going to come to the parent-teacher conference. Mm-hmm. But Ayame will come too. <laughs>
1: yeah. Bringing roses.
0: <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm mean, so excited about parent-teacher conferences. It's also one of my favorite things that happens in the series. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned it, and I would have yeah. cut it that uh, they have to keep Mayuko's relationship with Shigure because of the parent-teacher conferences, where yeah, <laughs> Shigure comes uh, to Toru's, which is going to be great. I'm so. Do you hear my like giddy <laughs> voice? Like that's how I feel. Yeah. It's Great. <laughs> so exciting. Yeah, it's a good.
1: It's a good set of chapters. The, the conferences.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Ohana is like, I don't even know if I'll be able to graduate. And her mom was like, Try your best. <laughs> yeah. So good. Even Ayame's, I feel like is not in very much. Oh, it was during the, you also mentioned the play in Sword of Cinderella. They're yeah. involved because mm-hmm. they make the costumes. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll be back for that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason for them not to come back for that because obviously if they're going to be making costumes, then Ayame would want to support his dear brother,
1: his mm-hmm. petit shushu. Otherwise, how would Kakiru meet his commander? (laughs) (laughs) All good questions. All good points. (laughs) His commander.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's pretty much it. Are there Mm -hmm. other spoilers about them? Or do... Not really, I don't think. The next episode, I think, is going to be about Rin and Haru. Mm -hmm. Since it was Haru saying I got dumped. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully they'll have the scene where he, like, fucks up the school, and that'll be fun. Yeah,
1: I assume they would. That's, like... Like him saying I got dumped, like immediately follows them being like, "What's your deal?" After he what the fuck, bro? They fucks up the school classroom. So I don't
0: think it's in. Oh, it's not in one of the ones that I brought. Isn't? Oh, it is. So that would be that's convenient.
1: Hmm.
0: Momiji also rubs a folder on Kyo's head. (laughs) Yeah, and Haru, Haru, like throws some shit through the classroom. When we just like, oh yeah, he's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, I came to tell you that Haru was fucking up the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Could you have mentioned that sooner? And then uh, Maiko throws water on them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Haru's like, I feel fine now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I expect we're gonna get some like more involved written uh, flashbacks.
0: It must be because the next chapter after that one is Ritsu showing up. So like, it's kind of a one off. So they're gonna also probably combine it with something from later, I assume.
1: Yeah. Especially since we've seen some written beforehand so like implying that she's more prominent in this uh season like she's in the credits and everything she better be
0: (laughs) well they had the scene where she's in the hospital too
1: yeah the same with her in the hospital and she's in the credits so i would expect her to be brought up sooner
0: maybe they'll just have haru playing in the sprinkler
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) for 20 minutes (laughs) (laughs)
0: I was just looking looking through the volume, and it was the volume where they go to the haunted house, which I I bet you they'll cut. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine. (laughs) Maybe she'll be like, summer's coming. I can feel something. It's strange, but I think something's going to happen. This is the volume where it says, I've just got a hunch that something special is going to happen. Does summer do that to people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I assume it'll be that, and then something else about Rin. Like Maybe it'll be part of Rin's backstory. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (coughs) Like <coughs>
0: Haru and Rin, Haru, Rin's, maybe Rin's backstory from when she was a kid? Mm-hmm. Or or her talk trying to talk to Shigure and freaking out? They can't have both. They can't fit all of that in one episode. <laughs> that's after the beach, isn't it? Yeah, that's after the beach. Because Toru kind of, like, meets Rin at the beach. She can't freak out. She can't cry to Toru until after the beach. She has to
1: wait to give in to yeah. her feels. Doesn't she, like, she visits Shigure the first time Before. and then goes to the beach mm-hmm. and then... Well, maybe they'll have that part
0: where Haru says that he got dumped and then she'll show up at Shigure's and then they'll do something else. And then maybe they'll get the beach on episode five. Maybe that's what will <laughs> Beach. <laughs> it's almost summer. It's almost summer. <laughs> I can't think of what else offhand they would bring in to put in that kind of episode with mm-hmm. Haru. It's got to be something about Rin.
1: Yeah, I don't really have a specific guess, but I imagine there's, they're going to expand it and have more Rin stuff.
0: Well the only guess I had was the part that's actually quoted. So
1: Yeah, cuz like otherwise it would like it wouldn't take very long. It just like hard trashing the school and <laughs> later in the theme song plays. Yuki, <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, "I got to wait for my mom to pick me up." She's probably putting on her makeup. Anyway, peace yeah. out, Yuki. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da>. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to sing the song yet. It's fine. <laughs> um i don't know yeah maybe they'll have some of her backstory like when she was a little kid and Haru found her on the street or whatever the fuck that's what yeah. that would be my guess <laughs> but um, okay well any other spoilers i don't think so no the anime it's it's easier to talk seems to be easier to talk about spoilers because it won't be like 50 percent of something happens in one like in one and <laughs> one it'll be like one chapter focused on these things and one chapter focused on another with this it's like it's all like a <laughs> and yuki and Mm-hmm. this particular relationship isn't explored very much through the rest of the series like a couple times but not as much as this these two times so yeah yeah okay good um then that's it for now next time we'll talk about whatever happens in episode four mm-hmm. we'll see you all then Bye. bye hello it's ellen If you want to send us a question, you can find us on Twitter at staytogetherpod, on Tumblr at staytogetherpodcast.tumblr.com, or you can send us an email at staytogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Kayla and I want to keep creating podcasts and keep them ad-free, so if you like what you're listening to, please consider giving to our Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash staytogethernetwork. Thank you always for listening and for all your support. We'll see you next time.